This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. Deep work, because you can't dive in a kiddie pool. Hello, Liana, welcome. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing? I'm okay, how are you? I am perfect. We are back for a brand new season, the first episode of Season 2. Wow! We have made 10 episodes before and now we are in our second season of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. I'm so excited for this season. Me too. It's We're going to be, be bringing a lot of new books. Yes. We're going to be current on yes, everything. up to date with the trends. Maybe we'll do a classic. Yeah, here and there. Not so much um, randomness as, as last time. Yes. We're going to be... You know, we're gonna be on top of the newest self-help books. At least that's the plan. That's, that's what we're gonna do. Is. Yeah, we, we've discussed it in, in our brainstorm in sessions of length. <laughs> I think it was at least thirty seconds. That's the way. That's yeah. the way we make most executive decisions. It's exactly. great. Yeah. All right. So let's dive right in. For those of you who are listening for the first time, my name is Liana. I am a blogger for the selfhelpster.com. And I am Andrew Jin, and I don't know what I don't do. (laughs) You basically do everything. I do everything. And you are my lovely co-host. Yeah. All right. And in our podcast, we basically talk about a lot of different things, self-help. The first segment of the show is our 30-day challenge. Then we talk about a self-help book. We talk about our current pop culture pleasures, and we end on our obsessions. So that's the plan. That's what you're listening to, and that's what you're going to be enjoying for the upcoming hour or so. So first up, 30-day challenge. My 30-day challenge. Yay! And the crowd goes wild. <clears throat> All right. Um, do you want to go first or should I go first? Let me go first because <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh, great. <laughs> well, that's always a wonderful way to start. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what the plan was, though. Well, my... Uh, um, Your 30-day challenge. What was my the plan? 30-day challenge. I was going to open my package of the five minute journal oh, and yeah. do that oh but I did you did didn't. you do the unboxing video did no. that happen <laughs> not even that part not happened even that. well then you can still do it another time no actually a lot of shit happened oh so nothing that i planned happened oh basically so it was just my whole, one of those months everything my whole career changed everything really? again yeah so so i got a lot of opportunities and i was so busy it was amazing what happened give me the highlights Oh, well, I'm, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am the new creative director (gasps) somewhere and I'm, and and I am also getting all my old clients back. I don't know. They keep calling me. It's like, Hey, even the company I used to work with or used to have. They're now hiring me. Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, Andrew, we need you. And and why do you think this is happening now? I don't know. It's the economy. It's getting back on its feet. Ah. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. I, well, interesting and good for you. Yeah, Wonderful. Thanks. But yeah, it's, I've never been busier. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I remember you being this busy. It wasn't that yeah. great because I was like completely stressed. Mm-hmm. But 
and then I for two years I was like yeah living the life mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. being retired and stuff <laughs> and now you've <laughs> I, come out of retirement yes to be amazing once more yeah but All right. I, I I feel like I know a lot more now of course so, you do so it's it's amazing it's, I, I can do you've everything. taken all the lessons that you've learned yeah. over over the over time you've taken with you and now yeah. you can apply them it's great cool I love it awesome but no 30 <laughs> challenge for you no nope. Do you think you're going to do one the next time or are you just basically like living and you're trying to like stay on top of everything? You know what happens when something <laughs> like I haven't opened the box, which is a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now it's a thing to keep it closed. It's oh, like you've changed to- the goal. <laughs> <laughs> you, got- <laughs> you know how that happens. Yes. Yes, Sorry, I do. Yeah. It's like, let's see how I can keep this box closed and not open it. No, this is what stupid. I do with my inner demons. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now that we have that out of the way, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> let's talk about yours. All right. Well, um, I am not doing a, uh, um, a 30-day challenge right now, and I'm not planning on it. And I'll explain why a little bit later. But what I did do, and that's the thing that I did not talk about before. That's correct um you is were, that i uh actually sorry this, you were gonna reveal it in this I was, yeah i was gonna reveal Maybe. it no yeah well i'm definitely revealing it because i really want to share it um what if i, I keep, did if i if i stop talking then you're going to reveal. Yes, if you stop if talking. I, if, if you, maybe yeah. I shut up, then maybe you can reveal. <laughs> our poor our poor listeners, you're torturing them because my life is just so interesting. Now, um, basically what I did is I went to Bikram yoga classes for 84 consecutive, consecutive. days. Yay! Yes. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yes, I started in July and I managed to make it all the way to October 2nd and I would have continued were it not for a terrible flu. <sighs> um but basically Fucking and I flu. I write about this in my uh my ebook. I wrote I love another your Oh, thank you. And the cover is amazing. Right? Mariette Mons just yeah. like the most amazing person and photographer, just amazing. Um, basically, I write in those, I write about that, that in July I decided, okay, I feel like shit. Uh, the one thing that I do know that I can add to all everything else that I've been doing is go to yoga daily. As long as I feel like shit, I want to do that. So I was doing that and it really, really helped, like a lot. It really made a lot of things easier. It doesn't take away your problems and it doesn't take away all the deep work that you still have to do in terms of soul searching, not in deep work as in the book, but other deep work. Um, But it did really help a lot. But what happened, um, basically, I wanted to do 100 days. Like this, I started doing this thing not because I wanted to do 100 days. I did it because I wanted to feel better. But somewhere along the way, Mm -hmm. as I started to feel better, my type A personality (laughs) re-emerged and thought like, you know, it'd be cool if you did like 100 days. That would be like awesome. That would be like impressive and stuff. (laughs) So that was kind of sort of like building a little bit more in my mind. Like I really wanted to make it to 100 days and 100 days would have happened on October 19th. Yeah. But on October 2nd, I got super ill, like violently hurling, sorry about this, the entire <laughs> night. And, you know, you can't go to Bikram yoga when you have oh, the no, fever. Dangerous. That's dangerous. dangerous. You don't do that. So then I was like in uh, on the couch and in bed for like three days. Uh, all I could do was eat toast and drink uh, lukewarm Coca-Cola <laughs> with salt in it. Like, Excuse me? Yeah, that's good for your stomach, apparently. And it did help. But then I didn't go to yoga for three days and I started to feel so bad 
that I did not manage to get myself back into the yoga studio for another three days. And when I did go back, it was really nice and it was fine and it was really good to be there again. But then my head sort of like, um, I kind of, like my monkey mind and my type A personality kind of ran with that whole 100 day thing. Oh no. You know what I mean? So now it became like a thing of, okay, I can't do 100 consecutive days, but my type A, when, what you can do is you can still do 100, day, 100 yoga classes in 100 days, but then you have to do two classes a day for another week, basically. That's what, what it would uh, have, have come to. And um, because I still am that type A, I kind of was intrigued and fascinated and part of me was playing with that idea to do it but I was still like kind of kind of fragile and I had like guys I had a horrible October my October was the worst I felt so bad like I basically I felt like I was completely back where I started and was horrible and it was not just yoga it was everything everything combined but the yoga not being able to go to yoga and getting physically sick didn't really help so in my mind, sort of that idea was like brewing and I didn't really know what to do yet. So what I thought was in the, at the beginning of that week, I was like, okay, I'm not making a decision yet. I'm just going to a yoga class. That's all I'm doing. I don't have to make the decision yet. I'm going to a yoga class. So I went there and on my bike ride there, I was already like, you know how you like start scheduling things in your mind? It's basically something to do where you're just like, okay, so if I go tomorrow at that time, then I can go the, the class straight after or I can go in the evening class oh but the, on the other day I have uh, an appointment there so then I have to uh, do it like this and you're you, yeah, you're, yeah, you're kind yeah. of like making it a thing in your in your head you're trying trying to figure out the schedule but guys these classes are freaking 90 minutes and it takes me like about 15 20 minutes to get there and to go back and to have to change so these are big chunks of time and I was going to make myself do it twice wow. for, for some reason so I was thinking about that, but I was in the yoga class and I was doing yoga. And at one point, like while that decision was, I was just like sort of letting that decision figure itself out in the yeah, yoga. Yeah. And guys, at one point I took a look at myself in the mirror and I was just like, what the fuck are you trying to prove? Yes. You know what I mean? Just it, because I was just, of the number. Just because of the number. I was just listening, looking at myself in the mirror and I was just like, what am I trying to prove? And, and to, to who? who? Exactly. But I know the answer. I'm trying to prove to myself that I'm not lazy, that I am capable of reaching goals, that I'm strong, that I'm not weak, because I have a terrible tendency to want to prove myself because a part of me still believes that I'm super weak for some reason. And I was standing there and I was looking at myself and I was like, bitch, <laughs> basically what you've been doing for the past months is fighting you've been doing everything you can in order to feel better you've started to eat super healthy you've like taken care of so much of the shit in your life you've made really hard but very important decisions you've taken care of yourself you have chosen yourself finally you've finally made the decision to do things for you instead of for other people and instead of for your work or whatever you started therapy you start like i i'm getting into martial arts which is a huge thing for me Ooh. because i'm not a fighter like you're doing all of that you're doing all of that and then you need that number of yoga classes in order to feel good about yourself yeah you don't have anything to prove and at that point i was like fuck this shit i am not doing it and then i just let it go and now I just go to yoga when I feel like it. And I've like sort of made sure of myself, like 
to relax a little bit more and see how that goes. And it, actually, I, that is kind of nice. It kind of works. And I'm just so completely over making myself do things. And that was happening way before this happened. But in the, the I love yoga and I will definitely like after this month of in October where it was just like a weird thing, I'm definitely recommitting to my practice. But I needed that moment to realize it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it like because I knew and that I knew way before that that even what what would happen if I made it to a hundred? None of my problems would have gone magically <laughs> away. Nothing would have been fixed just because I managed to drag my ass into a yoga class a hundred days. It's good for me, sure. Yeah. And it's nice, definitely. But it's not it's not some magic number. It's just a number made up by me. Do you think it would feel like a victory? I think um, Would it mean anything? It might mean like I maybe I'll do it in the future mm -hmm. and then maybe it might mean something. But what it would have meant now was me killing myself yeah. for a week in order to make something. And for me, this was the saner, more sensible choice. Yeah, because it wasn't making sense anymore. No, the, the two none. Times a day, right? It made no more of the, the first. Sense. The first. The first attempt was making did make yeah. sense. It's like okay, if you can keep this. Yeah. Up, for a hundred days. That's great. That'd be great. Yeah. And you may have proven something to yourself or I don't know. So it's cute. That, yeah, is, that it's one's not cute. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. it's cool. It's like, oh, wow. It like, would have been an extra. It would have been a perk. You know what yeah, I mean? A perk yeah. to the, uh, like all the other nice. benefits. I made yeah, it exactly. to hundred. Yeah. And, and plus it, it, it feels good to have sure like, to hit the goal right but people need yeah to but why is 84 so much worse than 100 you know what i mean because that's kind of what was happening in my yeah. in my head like if you don't do 100 then it doesn't matter that you did 84 <sighs> it's so weird i don't know that's not how that works i don't know i don't i don't know what's good in this case because well i know that this was exactly what i needed like did yeah. i needed to get i because the thing is i'm never sick i don't get sick ever that never i get a cold from time to time but yeah. i'm ne i never i never um throw up i'm never uh i don't have the flu i don't have a fever this was the first time in years that this happened and i think i needed to learn this lesson basically like and what is that lesson that sometimes it's better to not do it you know what i mean sometimes you have to make a, some you have to make a decision that you didn't think you wanted to make and that you didn't think would be the right one yeah. but in this case it was and i've been like sort of detoxing from having to do things yeah. for a while and yoga is something that i really really want to do but even that i can make something that i have to do yeah oh there you go that that's that's the thing and this was a very very you turn it into something unpleasant exactly actually. and this was this was the lesson that um you're already doing great stop trying so hard you know yeah do you think you learned the lesson after you did the double takes <laughs> like what do you mean no so you you went you you became sick yeah and then you got on the, the horse again yeah and doubled down mm -hmm. on the lessons right just to make the hundred Faster. Well, that was the idea. I never actually yeah. made it to but is it, doing was that. Was it then that you learned the lesson? Yeah. Or was just getting ill supposed to be the lesson? No, it was definitely like something that 
I was already like on my way to learning it because just the fact that I decided to be like, you know what, I'm first, I'm just going to take one yoga class. Instead of already figuring out everything else, I'm just going to take one yoga class. Like that was a, th a thing that was like mm. progress. And then being there and really like having that epiphany, that was the lesson. Uh, okay. I feel, I feel like, yeah. So and what so have we learned? We have learned that I don't have to do anything. And that's fine, especially now. Like mm. the, I don't need to be having to do anything because then my head's just going to explode some more. And so basically I'm not having a 30-day challenge right now because I'm just trying to let go yeah. more because I that's something that has been hugely beneficial to me, just letting it go. And then things sort of figure themselves out. How are you going to do that as, an, as a type A personality type? Well, person? the thing is, I have both. I have the type A and I have the inner hippie flower child. I have both in me. And um, basically what I've learned, my type A type of way of doing things doesn't really work. It, at least it doesn't work to the extent that I've been trying really to make it, it work. It doesn't help being, to a certain extent to, to be who you are right now. No. It didn't bring you... It got it, like um, that's something that I talk about with my therapist is like your type A and your perfectionism and your need to perform and you need to like your drive yeah. is something very useful in this society yeah. and just for your yeah, life because it exactly. really correlates with your with your success yeah. um, and not that I'm hugely successful but I've made things happen mm -hmm. and that's kind of nice. Um, however, um, I've been like I've been taking it too far. You know what I mean? Just like mentally, it yeah. was just like such a huge struggle. And the the reason that it was such a huge struggle is that it's not all of me. I have taught myself to be that way. I underneath it all, I work a lot more on feeling um, the impulse to do something and feeling the inspiration to do something yeah. and being moved to do things. Mm -hmm. And that part of me has basically been. Um, dwindled down oh. because of the type A stuff. Yes. And now I'm just letting the the, the flower child basically run the <laughs> show a little more because I've worked. I've yeah. I've I've figured out that letting type A rule the whole show doesn't work for me because it makes me sick. Yeah. And trying and Got when it. when I yeah. let my flower child run the show for what a little bit here and her? there. Well, Give her some love. Right? Yeah. They need to work together. But first, like, the, the, the hippie child needs to run the show a little bit. And I'm just letting, like, l feeling more moved to do things instead of making to-do lists where I have to cross everything off and stuff. Oh, and yeah. um, I'm just trying to figure it out. And I'm, the best way for me to figure it out is not making myself do things and just sort of, like, trusting whatever happens and just letting go. I, d I have no control over so many things that are happening to me right now. And the harder I try to control those things, the more anxious I get, the more stressed out I get, and the less I can focus on the things that I do control. Yeah. So. Just enjoy the ride, woman. All right, way too deep, <sighs> way too deep. But that's the that's basically the story <laughs> of the challenge that I did. And- um, That's a beautiful story. Thank you. It is a beautiful story. I just want, really wanted to share that. And it's like, challenges are great and they give you something to do and it's wonderful. But for me right now, and I know for a lot of people who are listening and a lot of people out there, we we run with them to the extent that we make ourselves worse, that we yeah. force ourselves to do things that we think we need to do, but we don't need to do these. We don't need to do these things necessarily. We think we do. And you really have to like sort of contemplate like, 
but why? Why do I really want to do this? Is this something that I feel moved to do? Or do I think that I need to do this? Does it add to my well-being? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, after this entire deep Freudian What thing, a start of the season. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> let's move into something that is a little bit more not so personal about me and more like... You want to do the book? Out into the world, let's go into the book. So... <laughs> the book of the month. All right, so the book is called Deep Work and it's written by Cal Newport who also wrote Be So Good They Can't Ignore You and we did uh, an episode on that in the first season. Exactly. Um, Andrew, you're going to have to take the lead on this particular segment because no I did not make it to about half of the book because I hate it. Oh, you hate it? I did. Oh, <laughs> great. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yes. Um, but did you did you get the message? I think I did. And I do really appreciate the message. And yeah. I think that like the, the general idea of deep work and then like my personal definition of deep work is like soul work. It's work where you really go deep down into the nitty gritty of your issues and your complexes and you you figure you try to figure yourself out. That's usually what I call deep work. But yeah. Cal Newport refers to using chunks of time to do work that is actually meaningful and beneficial to your career instead of answering emails, yeah. uh, twittering, uh, doing all of that. He, he wants you to learn to... Um, do the things that matter and do the deep work in order to be successful. Yeah. So basically what he says, and this is a, is it actually, this is a, is, this is a value book, a business book. Yes, so it's definitely. Not, it's not really a self-development. Mm. Maybe it is a little bit. It is a little bit self-development, but it's not but self-help in the fluffy kind of way. No, it's self-help in the business kind of yes. way. Yes. It's how do you become so valuable that yeah. you can control It's kind of like um, the seven habits of highly effective people in a way, which yeah. is also very much a management and business mm -hmm. type of book. Except this focuses a little bit more on academia. This focuses very much on academic success. So public publishing papers, yeah. uh, PhD, yeah, professor yeah. stuff, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, it almost feels like it's, this is a thesis. Yes. It's read yes. like a thesis. Yes. And I cannot deal with that right now. Okay, yes, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry about that. No, that's fine. No, but I really like, because no, yeah, I think uh, people know that I work at a university and I'm currently not working, which I hate, and but it's the thing that I need right now. And um, I'm not even like experiencing anything of the sort of stress that um is subliminally refer subliminally referred to in the book but i know that ac academia it's it's such a very much competitive and stressful yeah. field yeah. and just reading about it just gave me like huge anxiety <laughs> just like oh, all my co-workers are going through this i can't do this right now Ugh, that's oh. kind of that's kind of thing yeah oh, wow. <laughs> but it's not that i that's disagree so with what he's saying <laughs> Um, but like, so I didn't like the book for a couple of different reasons. And then afterwards, Andrew, you can tell us all about why the yeah, book is please. actually good because it's not a bad book. It's just not a book for me right now. I think, yeah, I, I, I think understand. this book just came at me at the wrong time. At the wrong time. Right? I, I completely see that now. Yes. Yes. Well, you live, you learn. Um, <laughs> the thing is, so this book came at a wrong time for me because it, um, makes me think about my work a lot and my work environment and the people that I work with. And it's very much focuses on the very stressful 
reality of working at a university or at an academic level. So mm-hmm. that's for me right now, that's not the best thing because that's where I c- kind of come from. Even though I'm not a PhD, I surround myself with all these people. Yeah. And um, it's very, and I do experience the high, high pressure and the, all the demands that we get from all of different sides because even though I don't get a PhD, I am working at that yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. So that was why it wasn't good. Second part uh, of why it wasn't really good for me to read this right now is that it's very focused on um, the book basically does what our previous book that does the the one that we that we read for the finale, um, uh, the one that I did really like, Ego is the Enemy. Yeah, um, it uses a lot of different examples on how people do things. And yeah, it's sort of the new way of writing books. Yeah. It's just taking a bunch of stories. Yes, and just. Story, 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 yes. story. Yes, and yeah. th- but this was written in on like the academic types type of style, yeah. you know, like yeah. APA yeah. type yeah. of yeah. I don't know, and it just like it it didn't really read easily, yeah. so that made it harder for me. And I was just like, dude, I know I have to focus for consecutive hours at a time in order to get something done. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> Fuck off. Basically, that was my sort of like I like I know what he's trying to say, but he's taking a fucked on a time to like a fucked on a pages yeah. to get the message across you know how i read opinion. the book it's, I, I i took the book and i thought i read it already oh really because i heard so much about it yeah, yeah, i heard yeah, yeah. speak everywhere yeah, yeah so and plus the title it's like okay i got it i love so, the title yeah so it's like okay good yeah and i thought i already read it oh <laughs> i thought i already read the book yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then to prepare for this show i just started reading it yeah like, what? Wait, wait, I don't... I don't know I any of this. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, I have to read this? And then... And it's so long, isn't it and, long? And there's no audio. Uh, there was an audio version, but I couldn't get a, get my hands on it. So I had to actually read it. Yeah, you did, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I started, and I said, like, "Oh my God, fuck! This is a thesis." Yep. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <This is laughs> he is a smart guy. Yeah. Like he's a professor, yeah. and he's super smart. So I thought, okay, oh, I'm not gonna able to go through this I, so no. i'm gonna have to read it differently so yeah. i wrote it in a way that i normally read um dense books yeah exactly that, that, yeah that, that you just, sort of skimmed and you you I picked just, the parts that were just yeah. yeah so i didn't read every story because no, i know it's gonna same. be a story yeah. Yeah. so it's like okay this is a story about this yeah. and this is the point okay got it got it got it like and there were a, a, like a, a few different things that i did really like and one thing that that i didn't write down but that i still remember really stood out to me is that um the thing that he talks about at one point is people love a story about a prodigy you yeah. know what i mean someone yeah. who's so good that they like they ace everything right away like in goodwill hunting uh-huh. like people love the goodwill hunting phenomenon where someone is just so smart that they don't have to there's no effort and they just manage to do everything just like from from the get-go they just they just perfect from the get-go because they're prodigies mm-hmm. prodigies are very rare and not only are they very rare none of us are prodigies there you go and <laughs> that unattainable story of the prodigy sounds to us like something that we would maybe want or something or that would um, somehow is inspiring while in fact you just need a lot of work yeah and you need to put in a lot of work and i know that's not like the attractive movie and there's a reason that they always make all the hard work into like an epic montage with eye of the tiger in the background (laughs) and all of that because it's it's not glamorous and it's not fun but that is what the thing is and that's what the thing is with deep work you need 
deep work and whether you do it in pomodoros or whether you do it in, in longer like chunks of time um you need the focus yeah and that is something that i completely agree with obviously yeah. like you need the focus you cannot write if all you do is tweet yeah you cannot make an article if all you do is like skim over google you know what i mean so i do really get his point because you know i thought you were you were gonna like it because yeah it it, it reminded me of your pomodoro yeah yeah yeah, methods yeah. And, yeah and all those things so i thought oh okay okay but I, does does a pomodoro mm-hmm. qualify for enough of a chunk of time in order to do deep work like for me it does like for writing and and like all of those things well it works, maybe but. not Per se, no. but it does mean focus. when you when you do a pomodoro, you focus, yeah, exactly. right? That's true. And then you take a break yeah. and you focus again. Yeah, that's so, true. So and a pomodoro doesn't allow looking at your no no distractions. Yeah, yeah. no distractions. Yeah, that's, that's that's the message. Yeah, here. that's true. So shall I just go through yeah. my notes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, just to start with, I'm gonna just read the definition of deep work by Mm -hmm. Kellen Port is professional activities performed in a state of distraction-free concentration that push your cognitive capabilities to their limit. (laughs) These efforts create new value, improve your skill, and are hard to replicate. Yes. So what he's saying is the market is brutal. Mm -hmm. So the market is brutal and everybody thinks they are, um, you know... A, a player in the game. Yeah. Let's let's take social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody is like a social media expert right now, uh-huh. and that means nobody is really valuable at it. No. So unless you're the super 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 amazing and you researched everything, and, and you you're a data scientist, for example, yeah, yeah. Then you then you actually exactly have something every to say. Button to push. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Yeah. But if you're just uh, Frankie. Or <laughs> Lizanna, <laughs> and you're just good at social media yeah. because you have a smartphone mm-hmm. and you you're on it on yeah. all day. Yeah, that doesn't make you uh, uh, an expert. No, and it doesn't make you valuable because everybody can do it. Yeah, and when everybody can do it, it's not valuable. It's not valuable. No. So it has to be rare. Yeah, and, val- and valuable. And how do you get there by just doing deep work? Yeah. Yeah. So there are three things. Distraction-free, that means long, boring hours. Yep. So what that means is that you have to embrace being bored. And I think think Andrew, nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. No one. Nobody. We are the worst. Especially because we are so addicted right now to, to these little chunks this little snack dopamine bits of, of, yep. of you, you 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 have you open your phone and there's some there's some give me some yeah it's like whoa oh someone like my instagram photo oh i get uh, like a, t- a chat message oh th- oh i posted an instagram yeah beep i have to check my likes now yes yes and it gives you some dopamine yeah. yes so, exactly and when you do these long stretches of of, of mm-hmm. deep work which will in will which will make your life yeah. more valuable yeah. and more yeah. meaningful. It's hard because yep. it's just you and the I boredom. feel like our wow. entire like all of us sort of need to learn how to be bored and again. tolerate it yeah. all over again. All over again. I think I'm gonna start with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. 
Daddy, I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Have fun with it. <laughs> Embrace it. <laughs> Embrace it. Yeah. Embrace being bored. No, but seriously. This is a good state. Yeah. Later, you will be rare yeah. and valuable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So number two, mm-hmm. improve skill. Yeah. Basically, that's the be so good they can't ignore you. Yeah. Yeah. And three, hard to replicate, rare and valuable. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Basically, what he's saying that in your work field, in order to get to to all of that, uh, you need to not be in an open workspace. You need to not have your oh, yeah. outlook express open. No. You need to sit there, have the door of your office closed, and you need to do what you're actually supposed to do in order to be good at your job. Yeah. Exactly. And there's, and even if you're, um, most people right now, they have sworn off multitasking, right? Yes. yes. Because that, that, that's a myth. Yeah. Nobody can do it. Yeah. Nobody can multitask. So people don't multitask anymore. No. They single task. Yeah. But what people are doing right now is the quick check. Mm-hmm. They do the quick check. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm busy. I have these three hours scheduled and I'm going to really yeah. work. And every time you take a break, you go smoke a cigarette. Yeah. And then it's like you take your phone. And, and you, you check, your, check email. your email. Even if you don't do anything with it. But it's but so weird that we do this. Isn't yeah. it just the weirdest thing that what you do when, you, when you're out somewhere or whatever. It's the weirdest thing that we keep checking our emails yeah. all, day. all day. Why? Yeah, because somebody might have liked your Instagram post. Yeah, but like, <laughs> honestly. People if are I, talking I just, about you right now on the internet. Yeah, but. <laughs> you have to know. You have to be on top of that shit at all times. No, but like seriously, when you check your email, you don't do anything. You just get a little bit of info. Plus, you I can don't get- answer my emails every time that I see them. So it would be, it would be so much more effective at the beginning of the day, or maybe even just at the uh, end of the day. Exactly. I would open my email, and then I would have like thirty emails, and I would answer them, and then I would it would be over. Yeah. But why are we not doing that? But that is also what what email is right right you can use it that way <laughs> yes you. but i don't know how. it's like it's like the Save mailman me. coming like 15 <laughs> times a day oh god or a hundred that is it's a like, perfect analogy and and, and yes. every time the postman comes he rings the bell yes yes it's like bling bong yeah. <laughs> here's like, hey, some how spam are you? thank you and you got the mail and you do that 15 here's a task a day. here's like a loose task yeah. like yeah. hey shall we have dinner someday yes yeah yeah okay yeah Oof. Um, Bring. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. The when? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. When can you? Boom. Yes. Uh, uh I'm pretty busy <laughs> this week. Bloom. And then you have you wrote eight emails. So life is so uh, weird. This also once was something yeah. he he discusses in the book. It's like if you're gonna if you're gonna be doing the email thing. You better work at doing yeah. the email thing. Yeah. So when you respond to an email, make sure you put in some extra time yeah. to really, really respond well. Yeah. So that you don't get another email back. So then it's done. It's like just one email yeah. you get back is like that date. Good. But done. Do you know what I also found really interesting about that email thing is that he writes... Sending an email with questions is super easy because you yeah. ask the question and the other person has to spend 15 or 20 minutes fucking answering your, task. exactly, <laughs> answering your questions. Oh, that's, I, 
when an email comes like oh god it's work then why are we looking for our, why are we checking why are we, our emails yeah, why, why, why are, are we, we checking encouraging our, this why are we yeah. checking our emails in between our valuable know. deep work I don't know it's not even fun no it's, it's not it's not even good no. it could, there could be a task in there yep <laughs> <laughs> see that's what I mean Plus, it's so weird even if it's fun yeah there's something called attention residue. Oh, God. I understand that term so well. Yes. Yeah. So even if it's like this little thing and you think, ah, uh, I'll deal with that later. It's in it's the back of your mind. It's going to bounce minds. in your brain yep. for about 20 to 30 yep. minutes. It's and it's 20 gone. to 30 minutes off your three hours that you scheduled. Yep. It's going to be slowing you down. Yep. Because it's going to be there in your brain. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's going to be my new 30-day challenge. Is oh, to, yeah. To check my emails, maybe on scheduled times. Well, yeah, about some, something Ooh, that I, I, I don't think would want to do <laughs> is in the morning, do the thing, like Brian Tracy, yeah. except for the added bonus of not checking my phone and my whatever and my thing and my Twitter and blah, blah, blah. And I, because I... Have sort of like started to waddle a little bit further into the kiddie pool of social media because I do love social media and it's fun and I love people sometimes, and um, <laughs> I like like sharing stuff and I like making jokes. So I occasionally do post a picture and I tweet here sure. and there and I do like that. But it's so easy once you put in two steps into the kiddie pool. There's this shark of attention deficit that just grabs you and just <laughs> and you go way into the deep end. It's so hard to control. Yeah, plus um, those those platforms are designed exactly, to keep of course, you there yeah, and to make it worse. Yeah, because that's how they make money. That's how they yeah, make money. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, anyway, we're so, sort of like digressing a little bit, but are we? a little. <laughs> but it is true that um, okay, uh, yeah, less distractions are better. Yeah. For everything, basically. So I want to the um, I want to just put some things uh, that I wrote uh, being busy mm-hmm. shallow work yeah. versus doing real work yeah which is deep work yeah um, a lot of people are just busy all day yeah it's like eight hours a day and they look just, busy they look busy yeah. but they're just doing shallow shit yeah. it's like handling emails mm-hmm. and responding to yeah. stuff and they forget to schedule these long hours of just yeah. thinking or just working on this one thing that's going to really propel them yeah. further. Mm-hmm. They're just... And I, I do the, I do that too. Yeah, sure. I mean, and, I, the, and, I just, they, and those tasks are part of a regular yeah. mo- job most of the time. Normal, yeah. The, and plus, they they can fill up the day. Sure, yeah. Easily. They do, yeah. It's like, Andrew, can you More, do this and, yeah. this and this and this and this? Yeah. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah. And it's money. Yeah. Great. What did you not do? Deep work. Yeah, the thing you that you were supposed to do. Deep work also. is something that is from your brain, mm-hmm. and you think about it. Yeah, you add value to the yeah. world. Yeah, you bring something new. You connect dots that nobody has connected yet, and then write about it or make it mm-hmm. or do it. That's yeah. deep work. Yeah, and well, not all of us are b- born to do this. No, I think I think not all of us are here. To do the deep work, sure. But even but even if, but even if, if you if, feel like you're one of those people, yeah, you have to make it a priority. Yes, and even if you are doing work 
where there's a big, big part of it is the little shallow tasks because those need to be done and those are a part of your job description. Even then, there should be a little part somewhere for deep work, whatever. And that is very job specific and very... um, uh, personal in a type of way because I believe that there's deep work for a secretary who needs to figure out the wow. the, the, the schedule. The secretary too. Yeah, like yeah. like who needs to think about the schedule of the yeah. of the board yeah. and for the meetings and all of that. And there's deep work for the supermarket manager who needs to figure out how to optimally design uh, the schedule for yeah. for the for the people at the at the checkout counter and or how to automate how to automate things, awesome. make um, a system system of that, that makes everything uh, the complaints yeah. uh, to, to get those exactly. through. Yeah. You know, there's always a little bit of deep work and it's important to schedule it in yeah and so, i that's what what the thing is i get what his message is yeah. but it is long and <laughs> deep and very academically written yeah deep work helps you quickly learn hard things i'm not sure if i well yes i, I guess i agree with that it's not necessarily quick because learning things always takes time and, but you do yeah, learn but it more quickly, exactly. Yeah. If you then, if you just say in the st- in the in the shallow work, sure. yeah, deep work helps you produce at an elite level. That's true. That is true. Yeah, because you you become you, you're one of the few people who are actually thinking about yeah things first yeah and creating systems. It's yeah, exactly. More, it's more about that. It's yeah. like creating good systems. For the work that everybody's just manually did, doing yeah. ad hoc. I did really, really like the examples of the different writers that he uses. Where basically he just says like, there's a couple of writers, I can't remember their names, um, who don't have their email addresses on their website. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there's this yeah, one yeah. guy who basically just says, all my time and attention are spoken for and well so, like thoroughly so. So you, ba- he basically says you have no right to take my, up my attention because I can either answer your email or write my fucking novel. Yes. And that I just loved so much. I was just like, yes. I can write, I can answer a thousand emails or just yeah. write one book. Yeah. Which, and I just yeah. thought that was so attractive. I was just like, oh, that sounds heavenly. And there's this guy who uh, says like, don't invite me to any speaking engagements. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Is the same that guy. guy. It's the same guy. Don't yeah, invite yeah, me yeah. because I will ask a ridiculous amount of money and I will make <laughs> weird demands. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fuck you. Can, with you can, you can yeah, try. Yeah. But that's going to happen. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ugh. Plus, uh, Cal himself, he... He doesn't really have a general email address that you can just mm-hmm. access him. No. But he does have an opportunity email address. Okay. But importantly, what does that mean? Important to, to note is that he says, okay, so if you want me on your show or mm-hmm. something, here is an email address. But before you send an email, you have to know that I do not have to respond. Oh, yeah. If it doesn't yeah. fit. Yeah. Only if I think it's interesting, then I'll I respond. will maybe, yeah. perhaps, yeah, inshallah, respond See, to you. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I—that's great that he sort of like puts it like that. And I think a lot of people already answer their their emails that way. I I am guilty of that too. Like, if I get an email from some like someone from fuck bimble nowhere who wants me to um, <laughs> read their uh, self help book that they 
yeah. I don't know, wrote one afternoon and put on Amazon Kindle. <laughs> and if I could please write, review it because it was so good. And then I look at it and I'm just like, this looks horrible. Usually I don't respond. Yeah. And I am trying really hard to answer emails from readers. And I've always tried to do that, um, even though it doesn't always come naturally to me because I have to be in sort of my own little cocoon a lot of the times. And... But I do feel it's rude not to yeah. reply. You know what I mean? I do feel like a rude bitch every time I let an email sort of like stay there and not really do anything with it. Yeah, it is rude if you don't have a clear system that yeah. says that... That's, Honey, that, I that, don't have a clear system for anything. No, but you, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like, we of course, is this is what it, what, yeah. what happens because... Yeah. This is the regular way. Exactly. Yeah. But but if you if you stop and think about it, you can create like yeah. a system that that doesn't happen and yeah. that you do not feel guilty. Sure. Yeah. Like saying there is no email address. Like saying, yeah. "Hey, you, you can only fill in this form." Yeah. But do not expect an email Anything, back no. because this so and so and so. Yeah. These are my rules. Yeah. If you want to contact me, this is what you it can works expect. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then people can expect what they're yeah. expecting. Or is that Yeah, well then that, they know what they're sense. what they're yeah, up yeah. against. They know what's, so gonna, that's what's also coming a or not bit of coming work from yeah, your sure. side yeah. to be playing this game. Yeah, sure. Maybe you should just have an auto reply or something. Yeah. Like Dear person with a book, <laughs> I'm not sure. If I like it, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Dear reader, I really love you. And we're totally internet friends, but sometimes I'm just super self-absorbed and into my own little like life, and it's <laughs> distracting. But I'll I love you anyway. Cheers, Leona. Yeah, but um, yeah, basically that is yeah that sums up the book. Yeah, because the title yeah. says it all. Do we recommend the book? I recommend. Maybe I recommend. Um, Um, the suspense is killing me. Just, just, just try this stuff. You don't yeah. even have to read the book. Just listen to our podcast and you figure already, it out. <laughs> you, you've already, you, you already got the. Yeah. the if you want to go in in depth, if you like thesis, yeah, then you can read it. <laughs> then you can read it. Go ahead and read it. Sure, but you already got the message. Yeah, it's like embrace boredom. Uh, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Schedule hours on end. Yeah. Um, and don't quick check. Yeah. And know that if you do that, you will become more valuable. Yes. And you can get ahead. And you can you, you can, can advance, advance in whatever advance, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's and you can true. perform at elite levels yeah. because people who perform at elite levels, they do extra work they do yeah. extra things and they shut themselves out for long periods of yeah. time you can also go to the hutch of the high yeah that's also good <laughs> <laughs> but don't so take like your, your phone. own ivory tower with no wi-fi yeah. yeah yeah basically we we do have to train ourselves to be able to do this exactly for sure yeah maybe we maybe that's a thing we can like make it develop a training to be to embrace boredom that embrace, would be so epic. Embrace your inner boredom because deep yes. work is very important. We do not know how to do this. And you, because you know what my hyp- hypothesis is about that. If we are able to do that, yeah. we're not even that bored when we're doing what we need oh, to be no. doing. 
We Plus, just we yeah. just need to learn how to embrace that feeling, and we just need to learn that this is important, and we want to do this, and this is you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, coming to you, <laughs> coming in a th- to a theater <laughs> to a theater near you. Embrace uh, your boredom by Andrew and Liana. Oh, awesome! Yeah. All right, to be continued. All right, let's move on. I'm so done. <laughs> <laughs> pop culture pleasure all right so i have a few pop culture pleasures um and um the first one is tough Lowe's new album called ladywood it literally dropped this week literally. and uh, i was in berlin and all over the sydney there were these little graffiti tags with her name ah, cool. and i was just like why is it happening is she is she playing in berlin and maybe she was i don't know but then the next day on monday her album and her little like short film with basically her video music videos um uh, was released online the album andrew is so good it's so good. I am so bummed. It's only like 40, 45 minutes long. It's oh, like cool. 12 songs. It's amazing. Is it I on love her. Sorry? Is it on Spotify? It is. Yeah. It's called Ladywood. And that's also my favorite song on the album next to Don't Talk About It. And there's another one that I really, really love. Um, so Ladywood as in Ladywood? Ladywood. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> give, me, you give me Ladywood. Yeah. Awesome. It's really, really funny. And the album is really good. I love her her style, her way of, her lyrics and the and the, 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 the beats and the, the music is just so good. I just absolutely love that album. So everyone should be listening to Tavlo's Ladywood, in my humble opinion. <laughs> um, second of all, there's this book by Liana Moriarty, I think is her name. And she wrote a book that's called Big Little Lies. A friend of mine recommended it to me and she basically has been harassing me since summer to read it. And I finally did. It's about a suburb in Australia, somewhere, I don't, I don't know, maybe like a suburb from Sydney. I can't remember exactly. And it's about these young moms um, who meet each other like on the, like on the, on the, on the, like the, the school, like the playing ground in front of the school, like when they pick up their kids and it's supposed to be very mundane and boring and um, like it's a very regular pick, white picket fence life. Yeah. However, intrigue, scandal, <laughs> murder. And it's so good. It's an amazing book. Like it's great. It's great. It's like Desperate Housewives. But in a but not as soapy and very well oh, written. It's okay. a very well written book. I and I love things that are well written. So this is great. So that's the book that I lo- really love. And another pop culture pleasure that I have, and then I'm done, is that I finally ordered Nikki Heaton merchandise. Ah, as you, you know, me. you're awesome. I have White a, sweater. I have a, I have like three Beyonce shirts and one Beyonce sweater because I am obsessed with Beyonce always. Um, but another one that I'm obsessed with is singer Nikki Heaton and she has a bunch of merch and um, it's not a very convenient web store because you have to order every item individually and so then you pay individual <laughs> shipping which sucks from the United you States more stuff than just one of course I did <laughs> so I ordered this sweater and I put it on Instagram and I really love it it's like fleece on the inside and it says MBK Ooh, which is my favorite song by her yeah oh, it's amazing it's divine I love when merchandise is really comfy like when it's high quality stuff yeah. it really adds to the experience honestly absolutely yes so I ordered a sweater and a really like big tank top that I want to wear as a dress but I'm afraid it's not going to arrive in like months so it's going to take a while 
So I'm obsessed with my NBK awesome. Nikki Heaton merch, and I want her to come tour Europe. Yeah. Yes. I'll join you. Oh, I I have one more actually. Sorry, one more, and then I'm done. No, go ahead, please. Because this is something that if you listen to podcasts, this is perfect for you too. I have started listening to the RuPaul podcast. <laughs> I knew you were going to do a RuPaul in there. Yes, of course. I have to talk about drag queens at one point. I mean, if, if she doesn't talk about drag queens, I've been body there's, snatched. There's something, yeah, there's something wrong. wrong with me. She's an imposter then. Exactly. No, RuPaul has this podcast and he's been doing it, I think, for three years now. And I've started listening from like the first one. It's so good. I love RuPaul and Michelle Visage talking about stuff. And they have these drag queen guests, but also other guests. And they have a really nice dynamic. And it's really inspiring they say so many inspiring things i love it i think that you'll love it too so if you're you just you just discovered it i did (laughs) yeah i don't naturally listen to a lot of podcasts i don't know why i just love listening to music and i read i read my 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 books and my inspiration and i listen to music you know oh yeah of course but um i started like on your bows quiet comfort on my bows quiet 35 yes oh my god i know um, I really, really like listening to these and I listen to them while I'm cooking and when I'm in the public transit. That's how fun they are to listen to. So I do listen to that podcast and to the Grace Helbig one, but there's no other podcast besides our own that I listen to. You listen to our own? I, sometimes I do. <laughs> you, you knew that. You know my level of self-obsession. No, but seriously, I do listen because at some like it helps me learn about the way that I present myself and the way that I present knowledge and and information and sometimes like oh girl taking too long taking too long come on chip chop get to the point and sometimes i'm like uh, i'm not sure if that joke really works and i learn to be a better podcaster by listening yeah yeah cool yeah, yeah. that's very good and yeah. that's it those are my pop culture pleasures i have a question do, do you also watch rupaul drag you or not i have watched two episodes and i know that you liked it right um no yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was okay, but it's just not... It's not the same. It's, it's not... not same I don't either. really buy into the, oh, my life is like this, and now I'm going to be transformed to a drag queen as like a normal, regular woman. And now my life is... I feel so much more divine and femme and all of that. I don't... I'm, I'm not interested in those women. I'm interested uh. in those men that perform and that experience all these things and they 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 have these personas and i do understand that those women experience that like a change and all of that but i'm not interested in them i'm interested in the people that do it professionally okay yeah yeah Yeah. but that that i that i learned from yeah Yeah. that's a completely different thing and that i learned from and that i find inspiring yeah Yeah. i I think they're they're nicely nice emotional stories like women because there are, mm. there are a lot of women who lose their inner mojo. Oh, a- inner absolutely, absolutely. They, they, yeah. they just become this workhorse. Yes, sure. Or yeah. just, you know, yeah. and then they, they find their inner drag queen. Yeah, and, and I think everyone should again. find their inner and drag like, queens. I, yes. That's why I like it. Yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My current obsession. Let's go to your obsessions. Yes, Andrew. because we have shared. We've uh, shared the yeah. We've separated the. Burden. You're 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 doing the pop culture, and yes. I'm doing my my obsessions are, are. It's weird because it's they are juxtaposed. Oh, can I say that? Yes, you can. Because the first one is the movie from Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Before the Flood. Before the Flood. I haven't seen it yet. I watched it and I was like, oh my god, we're doomed. Yes. We're all gonna die. 
I don't want kids. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then the second, the second one mm-hmm. is my new car, <laughs> which is not an electric car at all. So it's like, fuck, what you're, am I going to do? Making, you're making your carbon footprint worse. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you have a car. <laughs> Finally, I have a car again. Yeah, yeah. great. It's what my, type of car is it? My complete identity was demolished for two years mm. by just not your having a car. Thing, yeah. My poor thing. That's always what I thought when I saw it. Jeez. Yeah. No idea. What is this guy with well, his backpack and yeah. his sneakers walking yeah. around yeah. for two hours longer to get to a meeting? <laughs> I, I took... Sometimes I took a whole day to just to get this meeting mm-hmm. in this stupid obscure place in the Netherlands mm-hmm. with in this industry uh-huh, built, yeah, yeah, and then have to get home again. And it took a whole day. Like yeah, three that hours takes going so there. long. If you want to travel from like like some of the yeah, more industrial just, complexes, like, it takes forever. In yeah, five minutes to yeah. the same location. It's ridiculous. Yes, yes. Well, good for you with the car. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched Before the Flood yet. A friend of mine did. And basically what he said is that it's very factual. It's just very much, this is what it is. This might happen. This probably mm. will happen. And this is going to happen. Is that like, am I in the right ballpark? Yeah. And... Um, um, no, it's based, no, 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 it's not. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Of course, he's amazing. Visiting cool people. That's, yeah. that's okay. what it is. No, that's, and and scaring me to, yeah, to death. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's good that there's more awareness to that. Like, because he he yeah. also explained, he came over for dinner this week. We went to see um, uh, Doctor Strange, which was a weird experience. Um, uh, but we'll get into that maybe later. Anywho, um, <laughs> he told me that what is the most, what made the most of an impression on him was that in order to uh, be a carnivore or, or an omnivore, oh, the way that God, all yes. humans are, yes. um it takes so much uh, space and, yeah. and forest and all of them and, and, and acres basically. Yeah. While if you are a vegetarian, you take so much less. It basically, I think that the ratio that he explained to me is that when you're a vegan, you need about like three acres or something. I, d- I don't, oh, I don't, yeah. don't really yeah. exactly, but, but that was like the ratio that for an, a vegan, you need like three. Um, uh, a vegetarian, you need, I don't know, six eight maybe but if you're an omnivore you need 18 I as think much it's even more than that yeah because it's it's just to feed a cow yep and the, the amount of water that it takes just to, mm-hmm. to the whole system just to keep these fucking cows alive. yeah it's right ridiculous plus the amount of methane that they they mm. shit right which <laughs> is like a weird thing to think about but yeah it's it's the worst thing mm-hmm. the the cows right now yeah it's the cows and the palm oil yeah yeah that we need yeah. for these snicker, yeah. bar, snicker mm-hmm. bars yeah uh, these two things yeah and i did not really know this before watching before watching this. this so now it's like oh fuck i can't well i knew i knew the thing about um i knew both of them on like a more basic level and i do really want to watch the documentary just to be more informed because i know how bad palm oil is for the jungles and the rainforests and um i do know that it's very very smart to eat vegetarian or vegan if you want to save the planet yeah and i am not a vegan or a vegetarian i eat a lot of vegetarian and vegan food for that reason it's not necessarily of course i enjoy the fact that i don't kill an animal when i eat a salad without any stuff and i enjoy that i am not 
helping the industry of dairy and all of that um, by supplementing some of the things that I use. However, um, the most important reason that I do it is because I believe it's better for the entire planet, not yeah. just the animals, but for yeah, the entire yeah. planet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is, uh, I'm so bummed. Yeah, it's yeah, it's sad. Yeah. But this is this is the, this I'm is the human race. I'm gonna like um, have this one final super meal mm -hmm. <laughs> with dry aged wagyu beef uh -huh, uh -huh. With, with 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 truffles and, and, and yeah but see the <laughs> thing is like even if you didn't like it like if you didn't even do the full conversion but just ate less meat yeah. oh that would be enough but that if already... everyone started doing that would be fine nah, well yeah. we would definitely be getting there yeah 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 or if you just switch to chicken that's already a massive win. There's so, there's a lot of things that you can do, basically. <laughs> um, and, of course, ideally, everyone would be vegan. Yeah, but I don't know. That's, I don't think that's, that's realistic. No, it's not at all. But that in an ideal world, that's what would happen. And I'm saying that while I yeah. eat meat. So it's not yeah. like I'm like, everyone should be vegan. Um, <laughs> but, it, like, if you think about it logically, just pure, pure logic. Just to save the planet, we actually have if to. If we this. actually give a fuck yeah. about the planet, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. would all go vegan. Yeah. But we're not gonna we're not gonna go vegan, all of us. So we're Because fun. that's not the way that so, people work. So and the moment so that you tell fun. someone they can't have meat... Like they protest, and I get that. So we're fucked. Yes, we are. Yeah. So on that. But the thing show. is, like, um, <laughs> I think that's also something that my friend said about the documentary. It's basically, we're fucked. The world will survive, in whatever shape or form. Oh yeah. But we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. The, wor <laughs> so the world's gonna stay. If there. we want to save ourselves, maybe the ocean the will thing. be slimy, mm -hmm. and yeah. and everything will be flooded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to be gone. Yes. That's still going to be. Sorry about there. it. <laughs> all the beautiful coral and the beautiful fishies oh, are yeah. going to be gone. Mm. All the wildlife is going to be gone. That's all, yeah. True. But the planet, it's not it's not like save the planet, save us, yeah. please. Yeah. Save us. <laughs> Sa let's save ourselves. <laughs> That's, yeah. she, she, that should be the the tagline for the for the for the com for the campaign of saving the planet it's yeah not, it's not save the planet and it's save yourself yeah save yourself yeah, yeah. save your kids <laughs> yes for for the for those who don't want to save the planet yeah yeah mm. anyway um so the those next are your book. obsession yeah those okay. are obsessions one kills the planet and one <laughs> oh well balance the next book um, for our next episode, we are going to be reviewing the book by Gabriella Bernstein, her newest book, which is called The Universe Has Your Back. I have started reading it. I think it's good. I think it's something that all of you will enjoy, and I think that Andrew will enjoy it too. It's going to be like a little bit more on the woo-woo, the universe, universe, energy type of, a type, of, type of side of things, but that's nice, and I'm into it, and it's kind of, the, it's always a thing, take the treasure, leave the trash. Yeah. Can we put a little Amy Schumer The Universe clip in there? In the show sure notes? Sure we can. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. The Universe. Yeah. Um, all right. So we talked about our 30-day challenge, which was basically a very, very long story by me about 84 days of yoga and realizing that 
it's just about the yoga and it's not about numbers or anything. It's about yourself and you're good enough and all of that. I had like a bunch of different insights and I'm not going to be doing any 30 day challenges. I'm just going to see what I'm moved to do and what I want to do and go from there. And that might be a theme for me just for a while. And we talked about the book Deep Work by Cal Newport and it's not a bad book, but it wasn't right for me at all at this time. Andrew did explain a lot of like the interesting parts and we did talk about how it's important to focus and to do good deep work without any distractions because that's how you learn things, that's how you get skills, that's how you get knowledge. It is really good for you to do deep work. If you want to advance in if you want to if you want to be rare and valuable. Exactly. Only then. Yeah. If you want to be mediocre, then it's fine. Then it's fine. Yeah. Don't do it. Exactly. Um, and then for, I had a bunch of pop culture pleasures. So listen to the RuPaul podcast and Tavlo's Ladywood new album and read the book Big Little Lies by, I think her name is Liana Moriarty. And Andrew talked about Leonardo DiCaprio's documentary Before the Flood, which is very good and insightful. And he's also obsessed with his car because he's a person who is complicated and has a ton of different juxtapositions and contrasts and paradoxes within him. Right? That is correct. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, I got a bunch of emails and messages from... uh, the United States actually that they enjoy my podcast and so if you're listening I saw your messages and um, I'm gonna say hi to you and I know that you're in LA and in New York and in Los Angeles oh those same thing Um, so thank you for uh, for listening we appreciate it Um, let us know what you think and um, we'll see you in yeah we'll see you in the next episode yeah and thank you if you uh, rated our uh, oh yeah thanks for rating our podcast super awesome thank you very much if you haven't Please, Please do. do us a favor and just go to iTunes and rate us there. Thank you. That'll be great. All right. Thanks. Thanks for see listening. You next, see you Later. next episode. Bye.